We've taken a look at what AI thinks are the 10 best centers in Kentucky basketball history, but who are the 10 best point guards in Wildcats history? We're going to take a look at that on today's episode of Locked On Kentucky. You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what is going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on in to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Dahl, writer for Sports Illustrated for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast, we take a dive into all things Kentucky athletics. On today's episode of Locked On Kentucky, going to be taking a look at the 10 best point guards in Kentucky basketball history, according to ChatGPT. A couple of more recent players, a lot of players from the 80s and before that on this list. It's not my list, so don't get angry at me. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Really appreciate you making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. I want to remind everyone out there that we are free and available on all platforms. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the show. If you're listening on podcast, please make sure to follow along there as well. All right, so we did this on a recent episode asking about the top 10 centers in Kentucky basketball history. We asked ChatGPT and AI what they thought about this. And they gave a pretty interesting list. If you want to go check that out, it's I think it's the most recent episode here on YouTube, also on the podcast feed if you want to go uh, take a look there uh, before this episode. Uh, it, it, it was a it was a roller coaster, I think. And obviously, Oscar Shibway is not on there because of ChatGPT's one issue, which we'll point out here before we dive in today's li- into today's list. It does not pick up things uh, to, uh, January 2022 on. It only has history and sports notes all the way up to December of 2021. So 2022 on, it's got nothing. So... Keep that in mind as we dive into this top 10 list here. To be honest with you, I don't think that there were any Wildcats over the past two years that deserve to be in this top 10 list. Maybe you disagree. I don't necessarily think so. Without further ado, though, let's start here at number 10. At number 10, if you had to guess what on earth ChatGPT the AI thinks, and again, if you want to leave a comment about this, I would strongly encourage you to do so. Just don't get mad at me. Brandon Knight is your number 10 point guard in Kentucky basketball history. Played one year, 2010 to 2011, and this is what ChatGPT says. A combo guard who is clutch in big moments, particularly in the NCAA tournament in 2011. 17 points per game, 4.2 assists, averaged almost a steal per game, shot 79% from the free throw line, 37% from three, very solid there. Only shot 46% from two, giving him a 42.3% field goal percentage overall. Also averaged four rebounds uh, per game. Brandon Knight was really good in the one season that he played with the Wildcats. And I can confirm uh, he had some really strong clutch moments uh, for UK. Now, of course, obviously, Kentucky basketball didn't win a national championship that season. I believe, I'll just pull it up here for you real quick. They lost in the semifinal, or excuse me, they lost in the... um, I want to say in the uh, in the natty in the natty chip to Connecticut. Am I tripping right now? Am I just completely forgetting how this 2011 season played out? I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm completely forgetting how this 2011 season played out. You lost 56-55, I believe, in the natty chip to UConn. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong there. 
Uh, I apologize if I am, if I'm not mistaken. It was, in fact, the uh, no, it was the final four. Duh. Lance, come on now. Anyway, Brandon Knight's your number 10 player. Let's move along. I have just shown just how uh, long of a day it's been for me <laughs> going through Brandon Knight in 2011 history. How that completely slipped my mind, I don't know. Brandon Knight's your number 10. Number 9 is Anthony Epps. Some of you guys may may remember him. I was not alive whenever he played 1993 to 1997. Uh, I don't know if he deserves to be on this list. I'll tell you in just a second why. But ChatGPT says Epps was the, was the floor leader for the 1996 championship team and is remembered for his steadiness and leadership. Anthony Epps averaged in his career 6.2 points. A little under four assists, 2.3 total rebounds, 1.3 steals. He shot almost 40% from three, only shot 43.5% from two, shot 82% from the foul line. So he was a good shooter. He also just did not get a ton of minutes until his final year where he averaged almost nine points, almost five assists, over three rebounds per game, shot 38% from beyond the arc, only 40% from inside the arc. So he had his moments. He certainly had his moments. He was an efficient player uh, from beyond the arc and distributing the basketball whenever he was given the opportunity and uh, racked up some numbers for UK. Is it deserving of top 10 all-time status? Um, Possibly because he won a ring, Um, but at the same time, I I don't know if there are... If there are not any other guards in Kentucky history that I think could compare to him statistically, I think that that would be just as, if not more, impressive. So Anthony Epps at, at number nine. At number eight, Roger Harden, 1982 to 1986, one of the top assist leaders in the program's history. Averaged 4.1 assists per game during his career, 498 of them uh, during his four seasons with the Wildcats. He had 232 in his final year. That was good for 6.4 assists per game. Also averaged 6.8 assists per game. Shot almost 84% from the foul line. 52%. 52% from the floor. Uh, that's according to uh, Sports Reference, by the way. If you want to want to go check out any of these stats, just literally Google their names. Say co- put college stats after it. Uh, very, very solid. That's what you want your point guard to do. Distribute the basketball. And uh, he absolutely got it done in his senior season. Uh, one of the best assist men in Kentucky basketball history, Roger Harden, I think deserves to be in the conversation to be on this list at the very least. Number seven, De'Aaron Fox, a bit, a little bit of a more modern player here. Uh, according to ChatGPT, like John Wall, Fox played just one season at Kentucky but showcased elite speed, playmaking, and defensive Prowess averaged 1.5 steals there, talking about the defensive prowess, 4.6 assists, averaged almost 17 points per game, only shot 24% from three, was not known for his three-point shot, obviously, over 52% from inside the arc. No, We all know how crafty he was uh, getting to his spots uh, during his time for the Wildcats. Just such a great backcourt uh, during his lone year uh, with with UK. I believe the one year with Malik Monk, that was just, that was just so much fun. That team should have won a ring. Um, but anyway, point being, uh, excuse me, De'Aaron Fox here at number seven. I think he deserves to be here. If he had worked on his three-point shot just a little bit and was able to get that number up to maybe 28, 30% uh, in a second season with UK and he was able to possibly get uh, to that national championship at the very least, I think he would be considered a top five-point guard uh, in Kentucky history. Uh, that's just me. Travis Ford at number six, 1991 to 1994, an, an excellent playmaker and shooter, Ford played a key role in Rick Pitino's early teams. 
and you talk about the shooting here. Let me just rattle off some of these numbers here for you. And I think it is absolutely deserving of a uh, at least a conversation here to make him potentially top 10. During his career with Kentucky, he averaged 4.3 assists, 2 rebounds, 1.2 steals, and 9.5 points. He shot 88.2% in his career from the foul line. He shot 91% during his senior year, his fifth year. 91%. He also shot during his time with Kentucky, shot 44.5% from beyond the arc. In his, in his second year with the Wildcats, after transferring from Missouri, he shot 52% from three, averaging 5.6 three-point attempts per game. The man put up 5.6 three-pointers per game and hit three of them per contest. Averaged 13.6 points per game that year, by the way. And then also, by the way, he shot, uh, let's see here, he shot 44.1% from inside the arc. So, I... You're looking for numbers here. Me, personally, I'm looking for numbers. Uh, the fact that he was able to get this done and was able to play with the Wildcats for so long, scored over 1,100 points during his college career, 951 with UK. Yeah, I think that he's deserving of at least being in this conversation. You have to love the shooting percentages to go along with assist there. With the assist there. You don't necessarily need a ton of points. He got double-digit points in his final two years with UK. That's what you want. That's what you want if you're looking for somebody here in this top 10 list. All right, we've got five more to go, uh, a couple of different, more modern players, and we're going to throw it back to the 80s and then the 1940s. Before we continue along here, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Nutrafol. You don't have to choose between better hair growth and your health because Nutrafol provides a whole body health approach for men that promotes healthier hair. No drugs, no compromises, just better hair. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. With their hair growth supplements, you can use physician-formulated, natural, science-baked ingredients. Their drug-free, patented technology provides consistent, reliable results without compromising your sexual health. You can go to Nutrafol.com slash men to take their hair health wellness quiz, identify causes of your thinning hair, and Nutrafol will give you you a personalized plan for better hair health through whole body wellness. You can take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. That's Nutrafol.com slash men, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men, and enter promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. All right, wrapping up the Thursday edition of Locked On Kentucky. Lance Dahl hanging out here with you. Really appreciate you making Locked On Kentucky, again, your first listen every single day. If you've not checked out the Locked On College Basketball Podcast with Andy Patton and Isaac Shade, they do great work over there on that pod. They have me on sometimes. They have experts, coaches, analysts, all different kinds of people to give you insight on what's going on in the college basketball world. So please head over there to YouTube or wherever you get your podcast and subscribe if you want to know more about what's going on in the college basketball scene. At number five here on our list of the top 10 point guards in Kentucky basketball history, we have Tyler Eulis, a personal favorite of mine here. ChatGPT says, standing at just five foot nine, Eulis was a two-time SEC player of the year and had one of the best single season total assist totals in 
school history. Take a look at the numbers here with me. And over the course of two years with Kentucky, I really want to focus here on his senior season, or excuse me, his second year with UK, um, because that's where he truly shined. 17.3 points, shot 85.6% from the free throw line, shot 34% from three, shot 42% from three the, the season prior, by the way. He shot almost 49% from inside the arc. He also averaged seven assists per contest and one and a half steals. Doesn't get any better than this. Uh, Kentucky also very solid uh, that season as well. Uh, just a great year, I think, for Kentucky basketball. And Tyler Ulis uh, leading the charge there. Shame you got you, you lost to Indiana and, and the second round. But overall, as far as the regular season goes, Loved that SEC tournament run. Loved that SEC championship game, if I'm not mistaken, against the Texas A&M Aggies. So much fun. And Tyler Ulis was a huge part of that. Uh, some of my favorite uh, Kentucky moments come uh, from that team and come from Tyler Ulis. Just being a dog at five foot nine, He deserves to be in this top 10, I think. All right, before we wrap things up here on today's episode of Locked on Kentucky, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof hacks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebay.com slash motors. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At number four, we've got another pretty recent player, one of the bigger ones during uh, John Calipari's first year uh, with the program. John Wall played just one season for the Wildcats, but made a significant impact. Wall's speed, vision, and playmaking ability set him apart. That's what ChatGPT had to say here. Taking a look at the numbers in just one season, 16.6 points per game. 6.5 assists per game to go along with four turnovers per game as well. Just want to note that there. 75.4% from the foul line, 32% from three, shot over 50% from inside the arc in 34.8 minutes per game. 616 points in one season with UK. Solid. Think it's top 10 worthy uh, what he was able to do. Again, the speed is what you remember. The strength and the finishing, the highlights from that team. Uh, that That team was also another team that was a lot of fun. Very young. Uh, whenever that team played. So don't remember a lot. I have to go back and watch highlights and get to appreciate just how special a player like John Wall was. Into the top three, and some of these players you may not recognize, if you do remember them, would really appreciate it if you left them in the YouTube comments below. I've not got a chan- gotten a chance to read y'all's individual comments, but I got to see some of you talk about some of these players that you remember, the centers here um, from the 80s and the 90s, and that was really awesome. I need to dive into what you guys had to say uh, about these different players. Really, really cool stuff. Dirk Minifield, 1979 to 1983. He was a tremendous ball distributor and ranks high on Kentucky's all-time assists list. If you go and look, he had 646 total assists, averaged 3.7, 5.4, 6.3, and 5.8 assists in his four years with the Wildcats. Uh, For you to average almost four assists as a freshman and then just go through and, and just tear things up, 
while also shooting 52% from the floor and getting yourself 8.7 points per game. You had double-digit scoring seasons in your your sophomore and junior year. Uh, at six foot three, back in the uh, back in the eighties here, uh, yeah, absolutely, we'll take this. These are great numbers uh, considering the era, and uh, I will absolutely take this as a top ten player in Kentucky basketball history. Kyle Macy, nineteen seventy seven to nineteen eighty. This is number two on the list. A key player for the Wildcats. Macy was known for his shooting, ball handling, and leadership on the court. And boy, howdy. Did this dude shoot pretty darn well overall at Kentucky? Shot 52% from the floor. Also averaged 4.8 assists per game. Averaged 15.4 points per game in his final year. Almost averaged 13 in his year that Kentucky won the national title in the 1977-78 season. Transferred in from Purdue, by the way. Averaging almost 14 as a freshman at Purdue. And then proceeded to get even more buckets with the Wildcats. 1,411 points during his time as a Wildcat. 1,784 overall. Again, for a, for a player that's in the, the 70s and the 80s. Great numbers. You got yourself a ring. I think that that's definitely top 10 worthy. Ralph Beard is your number one player. According to ChatGPT, best point guard of all time in Kentucky basketball history. Part of UK's Fabulous Five that won the NCAA championship in 1948-1949. Obviously, we got to talk about, I believe it was Alex Groza uh, on yesterday's show, about how he's one of the best centers in Kentucky basketball history. 12 and a half, and then 10.9 points per game in his two seasons with UK. Uh, he shot, it says, 29% from the floor in his, uh, in his, in his second year with UK. But it says he shot overall 64.9% uh, during his career with the Wildcats, according to Sports Reference, even though it does not show what he shot uh, during his first year, his junior year uh, with UK. So uh, interesting that they don't have the numbers there. I mean, I'm not particularly shocked considering it was the 40s. Um, but Ralph Beard, getting those two rings um, for for the time, getting those numbers as well. I think it's deserving of top 10 don't know if it's necessarily deserving of a top uh, of a of a top five first overall ranking. Maybe you guys disagree because of the rings. If you have any thoughts on Kentucky basketball's top ten point guards in history and their history, you can leave that in the YouTube comments below. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Kentucky. Really appreciate you guys tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the show if you are not already, whether that be on YouTube or on podcast. We are so close to the start of the college basketball season. I cannot wait to dive into the month of October with you guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. You can follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnUK. You can follow me on Twitter at LanceDahl underscore. And follow the show over on Instagram. That is at Kentucky Podcast. Any questions, comments, concerns, leave them in the YouTube comments below. Hit me on the socials. I will see you all on Monday for another episode of Locked On Kentucky. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And God bless. Thank you.